Soul Sisters Stories. We are Carly and Carly, and we are here to share our journey to a more soulful life through stories about our experiences and by sharing our authentic and vulnerable selves. Our hope is to inspire and create a soul community one episode at a time. Welcome back to Soul Sisters Stories. This week, we are going to be talking about living a soul-led life in the workplace. Our conversation this week was inspired actually by a listener question, and I'm not going to name who, but we just felt like it was bringing up so much good conversation that we wanted to bring it to the podcast, and hopefully it can benefit everybody from talking about it. Hey, Car. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am good. Finally feeling like Mercury's not in retrograde anymore. I feel a lot lighter too. I feel that that way as well. Yeah, I feel like more clear, less tired, like we're in we're in a good phase. Here we are talking about Mercury and retrograde, but Well, we're so drinking you, water. Yeah, yes. Actually, I was going to ask you um, what you did for the full moon this week. Uh, one of the things I did was I uh, made moon water for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what care to explain what that is, Carly? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what I did is uh, I just filled up um, some jars of water and then I put it outside to charge in the moonlight and uh, infused it with intentions. And to be honest, it tastes the same, but <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that those uh, energy molecules are really doing their job. Yeah, for sure. It's funny that you say that because this was the very first time that I put out water to be charged by the moon. I had heard about it before. Um, I did not put it all the way outside because I get a ton of bugs where I live. So I didn't want to be drinking bug infused water, but I put it on the (laughs) windowsill. And it's so funny that I I had left you a voice message or like a Marco Polo, Carly, where I said, you know what? I can taste the difference. (laughs) So (laughs) it's so funny that you said that you can't taste the same because I was like, it tastes like it's cleansing me. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Well, I added lemon to mine. So maybe that's why I sort of like tainted it a little bit. (laughs) That's great. Did you do anything else for the full moon? Yeah. I mean, I just took, I didn't have any set plans, um, but I took some time to just be present with the, the moon. It was so beautiful. Last full moon, it was a really cloudy, uh, sky and I couldn't see it. So this, this time I just stood out on my balcony and just, you know, stared at it. And I was quite in awe of it. It was so beautiful and such a beautiful setting. And then I dragged my husband out who was trying to sleep and (laughs) he he also (laughs) looked at the moon with me and appreciated it. Um, and he was glad I forced him out, I think. And of course, like every, yeah, of course, like every full moon, I put my crystals out to charge and, um, I don't really think I set any intention, but maybe just my body did just to be in the moment because I was present with the moon. What did you do, Car? I saw your picture. Carly has a picture on her Instagram with such a beautiful display of her crystals. Um, and so I know you charged them. Yeah. Yeah. My, my crystals were in extra need of a charge because they didn't get to go out last month because of the eclipse. Um, so yeah, I had a little full moon circle. I had a couple girlfriends over and Ken joined us as well. And yeah, I was just feeling really creative. Like I really wanted to like create something. So I made um, like a crystal grid and I I have no idea if I did it right or like what I was doing. Cause I didn't, I didn't like look up like how to make a crystal grid, but I sort of just like put it in like geometric patterns. And then I put like clear quartz on the outside and then selenite and 
um, like start in the center. Uh, and then at every corner, I put a different one of the elements. So I had like incense for air, uh, candle for fire. I had um, a, a glass of water for water and the glass was actually like my grandma's. So it yeah. felt like really personal. And then the other um, corner was um, like some dried flowers and crystal for the earth element and then like put all these roses around it. So we'll post, um, we'll post a photo on our Instagram so everyone can see what we're talking about. But yeah, yeah it was it was like really fun. And then, yeah, just did some releasing as well. We use that really fun burn paper again and let mm-hmm. the intent, let the um, intentions release. And yeah. yeah, I should get some of that paper so that I'm, I don't run into the same thing that happened last full moon where I was kind of scared of a fire. <laughs> and then <laughs> on the flip side, it, the other part didn't actually burn so yes yeah um yeah I'll I'll have to figure out like where to buy it and then um because I'd like to get some as well mm-hmm. but yeah so let's just jump right into our topic for the week I I have our listener question here so I'm just going to read it um so that everybody can sort of like get the full extent of the question and then let's just dive right in with our thoughts so Here we go. I have a listener question. How do you incorporate your spiritual practices in your work? Because I know I can feel your positive energy when we work together. So you bring it whether you think you do or not. I know we've had a few moments where you could have reacted to some circumstances at work and it would have been granted if you were mad, upset, or raging, haha. But you just kept your positive head up and let it rise you up to the high road. I strive to be that way. I've got a lot of work to do. And that's the end of the question. And I, first of all, just wanted to say, like, thank you for saying that. I'm not always positive. I know that it may seem like it, but there is always an internal, like, struggle going on. And it's a, it's a very, like, intentional act. And also wanted to say that we all have a lot of work to do. So, you recognizing that is like very humbling, um, but you're not alone in that. So yeah, I just wanted to say that right off the bat, but yeah, Carly, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, it's funny. Car, Car and I were, um, thinking about this question and so much came up. So yeah, it felt worthy of a whole episode. Um, and I think most of you know that both Carly and I work in a NICU. So it's, any hospital environment um, would be like this, but in NICU, it's just so emotionally charged. There's just so much emotion and there's like a, it can be a whirlwind of emotion sometimes and different ones coming at different times. And if you are, if you're an open person and you're, if you're an empath, a lot of these emotions can seep in. And I think the first The first piece of advice, and I mean, I'm not one to necessarily give advice because I know I've let my workplace affect me and I've let it interfere with my energetic space. And I know I need to get better at creating those boundaries. So this was also, this question was also a a great reminder for myself. But um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, the first thing I was going to say is just be kind to yourself um, because it's a hard thing to do. And um, we'll talk about some, a lot of different practices you can incorporate to a workplace where um, it's, you know, charged with a lot of emotions or it could be, um, it could there could be some toxicities there. Um, so we'll talk about how to protect your energetic uh, space and to put up boundaries. But one thing that really helped me is being reminded that if you put up a boundary, it doesn't mean like you're safe for the rest of the day. You need to continually visualize and put up these boundaries throughout the day, especially if in your in a place where there's just so much emotion. Sorry, yeah. I went on a bit of a tangent there. No, I feel like you touched on some really, really good things. There was like already a lot to unpack there. And I want to yeah. highlight what you said about like, first of all, that I feel like this, these techniques 
they'll be able to apply to you whether or not you work in the hospital or not, but there there's definitely is a lot of energy in the hospital. And so you may be feeling like not only your unit, but like the the whole entire rest of the hospital and the emotions of families, patients, staff, and, and of course, like it's a healing profession that we're in. So it draws naturally like draws a lot of empaths who are more sensitive and these tough situations. But that said, healers and empaths can also be, you know, they're everywhere. Like, like we have absolutely um, unit clerks that are like wonderful and healing and they make sure that like we're taken care of. And so like everyone can be a healer in their own way too. But yeah, I just wanted to highlight that because that was like a really good point that you made Carly. Maybe we should very quickly touch on empaths, like what in a, in a nutshell, what it means to be an empath. I know we're going to do probably a whole episode on that too, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. An empath is, is somebody that, um, that feels someone else's emotions as their own. Yes. Um, how, like, how would you describe that? Yeah, no, exactly that way. So an empath is, it's like, I guess you can describe it as empathetic, but there's a difference between being empathetic and being an empath because being empathetic means you can give empathy and, you know, be kind and in that sense, but being an empath is like, you almost don't have a choice. You feel if there is nervousness from that other person or in the room, you feel that as though it's your own and you feel that nervousness. If there's anxiety, same thing. If someone feels really sad, you feel that sadness as though it was your own. So I think you already worded it so greatly, but it just means that you literally absorb and take on those feelings. And it can be hard to cope because not only are you dealing with your own feelings, but the feelings of others. And it's really hard to decipher which is yours and which is others sometimes. So, yes. um, so yeah, when you're around all these energies and these feelings in a workplace, it can be, it can be really challenging. Yeah, that was worded so perfectly, Car. Um, and I think just like for me, that's been a huge, it's been a huge thing for me, honestly, because I've gone through a lot of my life not realizing that these aren't, these emotions aren't mine and, mm-hmm. and I don't own these emotions. And it's very overwhelming for people to go through a lot of their life and not realize like that these feelings aren't actually theirs. So maybe that, I guess that just brings, um, brings us to my first tip for you, which is having, like, you need to have really strong boundaries and energetic boundaries. And so just recognizing that, um, not only for yourself, but out of respect for others, you don't need to take on their emotions. They're not yours. You can give them back in a very loving way. Mm -hmm. And so, one of the techniques that I do like every single morning and every single time I walk into work and multiple times throughout the day, like you mentioned, Carly, is um, I bubble myself and I will imagine like this, like, I think everybody from what I hear, like everybody's bubble can look different. So whatever you feel you want your bubble to look like, I'll sort of do like four layers of a bubble because I want to set like different intentions, but I just really envision like white light surrounding myself. Sometimes it's, it has like another color to it. And it's like, you know, however far you want your bubble to extend, um, whether that's like a few feet in front of you, mm-hmm. um, and, and just like set the intention that like, this is your energy space and only the highest, love and light and energy can come through your bubble. And honestly, like I find that I have a way better day and I've been having better days at work when I actually do that intentionally. Yes, no, absolutely. I, I've been doing the same thing, um, and being more intentional about it recently where I'll just spend an extra even minute in my car before, going into my workplace because I want to take that time to just close my eyes and 
envision this protective bubble around my energy. And I often combine it with a little bit of a prayer. Um, I guess it could be in, it could be interpreted as an intention as well, but I always um, ask for only high vibrations to uh, be able to get through and that it blocks out any low vibrations um, and things that don't serve my highest and greatest good. And um, I also call in Archangel Michael as part of, of my bubbling to help um, to help protect my energy space and shield it. I imagine him almost like shielding it. And um, oh, of course, there. This is what I wanted to say. Um, we had we had did a whole episode on your spirit team and you can invite your spirit team to help you as well because they're they're happy to help and um they can definitely help protect your energy throughout the day yeah oh i love that so much um like inviting in the archangels because they're always waiting to be called in like all you have to do is call them um and so so with the bubbling as well i was gonna mention like not only is it important to have boundaries and, and bubble yourself, but it's also really important to cleanse yourself because like throughout the day, we really do. Um, and probably more so like some people than others. I know that for me, like I'm somebody who really does absorb Mm -hmm. a lot. And so for me, um, as part of my like daily ritual, I'll cleanse my energy as well. And so I'll just envision, like white light coming through the top of my head and just like sparkly or like sparkly sort of like a waterfall almost like depending on where I am if I'm in the shower um I've been incorporating that technique of of pretending like the water is like coming down through my head all the way through my body and just like releasing um negative energy or emotions or whatever like I've picked up throughout the day yes Um, that's a great tip I should you know I've been really good at cleansing my energy, but not prior to and during the day um, when I have a work day. So I'm going to take that tip of yours, car and incorporate it. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing with the bubbling, like you can kind of do this all at the same time and, and the cleansing is, is grounding um, and just really like envisioning yourself being connected to the earth and so like what I'll do with the with the cleansing is all that white light comes down and then comes down through my legs and feet and and then my feet turn into roots and just like really ground into the earth yeah anchors itself into the earth I do that I do that same meditation as well Um, but I haven't been doing it before work so I should do that because it's very true and in a workplace in any workplace you use your head a lot so um you're kind of up in the clouds in a way. So it's a good way to anchor you down um, to, I guess, to the ground. Yeah, totally. And there's something about really setting those in, like those intentions for yourself and taking that like really little bit of time because all it takes is, as you said, Carl, like you just sit in your car for an extra minute and we all have an extra minute in the day. There's something about taking that time for yourself and giving yourself that self-care yes. that allows that allows me to feel like I filled my cup yeah. and now I can give to others. Like I feel good because like I'm taking care of myself first. And then it just allows me to be like more present, more grounded for, you know, my, my families that I'm looking after yeah. and like my coworkers and everything. Yeah. That's a great point. That really is. Yeah, and that um, that actually brings uh, brings me to another point is when you're an empath in oh, in any sort of em- environment with other people or other energies, um, it's so important to practice that self care. Um, as Carly said, and I'm going to incorporate that in my practice at the beginning of the day, throughout the day, but especially when you're done that day, because you will tack on emotions and energies and just doing anything that that can kind of cleanse that energy um, and allow you to refuel um, is really, really important. And I know for me, myself, I used to 
after a shift, I would plan something or I would, um, you know, make a tour list. But now I give myself that time to just regroup, to cleanse and to kind of, like you said so perfectly, fill up my cup again. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. And like leaving, like leaving work at work mm-hmm. and like I used to really struggle with like leaving work at work. I would take things home with me. Like I would just let things affect me so much. And I'd come home and I'd, I would just like, you know, I wouldn't be able to stop thinking about like this family or this situation or, or whatever it was. And so like, yeah, really being able to like leave your work at the door. Um, I feel like that really helps too. Yeah. And, and I think this is what I was trying to say when I went on a little bit of a a rant in the beginning is being kind to yourself and being gentle um, and compassionate with yourself. If you let other energies get in, that's okay. If you let it get, if you find you got kind of caught off guard, you let yourself get into a bad headspace, that's okay. You know, you can just recharge, charge, reset, and we are all just trying our best and doing our best. And even having that intention to stay kind of on a high vibration and in a protected energy bubble, having that intention is, you know, is good enough and you're doing the best that you can. Yeah, Cara, that's such a good point. Like be kind to yourself. We all have good days. We all have bad days. Like we all, we all have stuff going on in our personal lives and we all, you know, like we, we bring that to work sometimes and, you know, you just can't help it. So I think that's a really good point of like being kind to yourself. And then also having that awareness, like just be kind to others too, because yeah, you never know like what they're going through at home. Yes. So like, just like not taking things personally, it's really hard, like sometimes not to take things personally, but I sort of like, yeah, you sometimes just have to like let, let things go and like, just like not let people affect you because like at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about them. And their behavior is like a reflection of their themselves. And so Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great point. And I think that's a, you know, as empaths, we're able to, to step into that other person's energy and mindset and emotions. Um, but being able to set the boundary, um, where they're not letting it enter your energy space, but also being able to see things from their perspective is really important too. And it gives you such a great perspective and it allows you to separate yourself, take yourself out of the equation, take ego out of the equation and understand that they're going through a lot and they're also absorbing a lot too. Yeah, that's such a good point. The ego, the ego is like, yes, (laughs) that ego death. Um, So that also made me think of something else, which is like, and this is something that I struggle with actually, which is like letting go of control. So, Mm -hmm. because yeah, we can't control others or how they react, but we also can't control what the day is going to bring. What are you going to walk into? What's going to walk through the door? Like, as we, as you know, like health in working in healthcare, like it can be very unpredictable and you can have days that are like just wild and um yeah so something that I've been really working on doing is just like letting go of control and just trying to be kind to myself and just know that like whatever happens I'm doing my best and approaching every situation with love and just like not beating myself up over the outcome just like knowing that I did my best and, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe you do that too, Carly. Yeah, no, that's a, that's definitely a really good point to discuss because, you know, we all, of course, 
if you work in any work environment, you want to do a good job. For the most part, people want to do a good job. They want to be recognized for their work. But when you're in a NICU environment and these are actual lives and families that are affected and you and something doesn't go right, it's really hard to detach yourself from that and, and not take it personally um, and feel like maybe you could have done a better job because we're always our, our own worst critic. But again, I think it's like really important to, to just be kind to yourself and yeah, just accept that things are going to happen that are outside of your control. And I know once I had a psychic reading where someone, um, talked to me and said, you know, it's really hard for you to see babies in pain. Like it's really, of course, because I'm an empath, but it's really hard for you to see things go wrong for these babies. And I was like, yeah, you know, of course, you know, of course it's, it's, it's becoming harder and harder as I becoming more open spiritually. And she said, just remember when you're having those days or weeks where, you know, patients are maybe deteriorating, that that was part of their soul contract. That is what their soul asks for before coming into this world. And I know I've definitely, I've definitely held on to that because although I still get really upset when, you know, babies are having a hard time or, or families are going through a hard time, um, it helps me understand that there is a bigger purpose for all of this. Yeah, Car, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, the soul contracts, because yeah, like often, like these are things that our soul needs to go through, and like these tough times, they're already written in our contract. Yes. Um, and yeah, I'm sort of speechless actually because. Um, <laughs> that's it's something that I often try and remind myself of at work I find that um you know as healthcare workers like one of the things that we have to do is remain non-judgmental and there are definitely situations where I find that that quality in myself is tested and I really do have to bring it back to like this is Deep, this there is a bigger picture to this like and just do what you can in this situation yeah, you know exactly and and we really are just all trying our best if your intention to try your best is there then that's all you need and if your heart is in the right place then I think that's that's like obviously a great starting point um but yeah for me just remembering that you know, the bigger picture and the soul contracts and that they had signed up for this, their parents had signed up for this, um, obviously not in the human realm. And they would probably hate to hear that. So don't ever mention it to the families, but yes. um, <laughs> definitely not, <laughs> but from a soul, from a higher self, from a soul purpose, um, or, or a soul standpoint that helps me detach myself and me it just remind me like, it's not me. It's, it's like, I'm separate from everything that's going on. So it helps me check my emotions, I guess what I'm, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, and okay. Something that I can't believe we've waited so long to talk about in how to protect yourself and your energy in the workplace. One of Carly's specialties, crystals. <laughs> do you have any um do you have any like specific crystals carly that you would recommend more than others for protection oh um i sort of have my collection and whatever crystal like i'm feeling drawn to that day is typically the one that i'll um i'll bring and i'll like tuck it in my bra. <laughs> I, I remember the first time that we were at work together and, and like, we were still just getting to know each other and you got up from your chair and, and I was like, oh, you're, there's like rocks on your chair. <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, those are my crystals. <laughs> Forget that. And now it here happens. I am. <laughs> it happens so often that when people would just find these like rocks as they would call them they'd be like oh here's Carly's rocks <laughs> they just find them in the break room and now like this happens to me where I'm like bending over and it falls out of my pocket and I'm like oh I'll just add up 
I know that's happened to me like in front of a family where I just got the feeling that they would not subscribe to this whole crystal phenomenon or woo woo stuff. And I had, I just like grabbed it so quick off the floor and like <laughs> almost like tossed it in my bra. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. So, so I have a few go-tos, I guess. Um, number one, like rose quartz is very heart opening. Um, I feel like it really helps me connect to love comes from a place of love. I love that. I also will sort of like combine crystals sometimes because clear quartz is like an amplifier. So it'll like amplify any crystal that you put with it. So if you're feeling like you want like extra strong crystal energy, like adding a clear quartz with your rose, with your whatever other crystal is like a good idea. Um, and then like on the days that I feel I need more grounding, I'll carry maybe like my hematite to absorb negative energy for me or, um, like a black tourmaline or like obsidian. Um, and if I feel like I really need like to, um, to bring in my leadership and like my, um, sort of like confident attitude, then sometimes I'll throw in like a tiger's eye as well. Those are sort of my, my main go-tos. Um, but what about you, Car? Yeah, well, I do the same thing as you. I just kind of look at my crystal stash and, and go with what I feel called to pick up. I mean, I also always wear crystals around my neck. Um, it's part of my necklace. Um, and I know I haven't brought this to work lately, but my mom just bought me a set of black tour tourmaline, tourmaline um, which I know is supposed to be really good for grounding and um, protecting your energy and shielding um, or, yeah, transforming negative uh, energies into good ones. So, yeah, that's I love that. my, my suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How could we almost forget to talk about crystals? Um, <laughs> yeah. And so another thing that, that I, I did want to bring up too is, you know, there's, there's going to be low vibrations. Yes. Everywhere. yes. I wanted to bring this up too. So great. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, like conversations happen rants happen there's always like gonna be workplace drama or talk yeah like I yeah we didn't really want to use the word toxic but like that's just sort of the word that you could I guess use to describe like certain like even certain people certain situations and so like just like not engaging in low vibrations, like do like, just remove yourself from the conversation. If you feel yourself like getting pulled in, getting sucked in. Cause like, I feel like that can easily happen too, yeah. where especially if you're an empath and you're feeling it and then you just sort of like get sucked in, like, just don't engage, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, I think it's so easy and of course I've complained before, um, uh, no one's perfect, but it's so, it's such a way to connect to other people when you have this like mutual complaint. Um, and at the same time, it can be very cathartic and it can almost feel healing. But what I've realized yeah, is that like it's to not get your venting out. to get your venting out and it is good to vent, but, but maybe vent in a different way where it's like move your body at the after a shift or um take a bath like do more self-care and cleansing practices um because yeah once you kind of step into that low vibrational space and it really is so easy to do like you said carly then then you sort of put out what you you attract what you put out so if you're if you're engaging in um, like a low vibrational energy, then that is probably what you're going to be getting back. Whereas like, if you laugh, if you are grateful, if you do all those things that we talked about before, um, that are those high vibrational strategies, then, you know, you're probably, I love, I don't know about you, Carly, but when I work, um, sometimes I work with like a certain person who just makes me laugh and just lightens the mood. And it's just so calm and, 
like I'm like okay yeah I'll let that uh, that energy absorb <laughs> and yes. I inter- I in turn like I laugh and I'm, and I'm calm and it's better for the families and for the patients because of course we're not laughing in any sort of way where we're where it's you know at them it's just we're kind of lightening the mood and it it gives you such a clear head and brings you and grounds you as well so that you're able to do a better job like in a calm environment yeah I love that. I love the way that you put that. And I feel like sometimes, um, sometimes it can be hard, you know, to be the only, like, maybe you feel like you're the only person that, that is like, sort maybe you feel alone mm-hmm. because you feel like you're constantly through the day getting sucked into these negative conversations yeah. and, um, difficult, difficult conversations, even because there's going to be conflict and that's just inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's just like how you navigate through the conflict. So yeah, sometimes it can be really hard to, to feel like, where are my people? Because you don't always have yeah. those people and you don't always have the time to even be intentional because some days are just like, super chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just like really being intentional and living intentional and being aware and just like start to be the observer, like just start to like, yes, notice. yeah, like don't even like necessarily call people out for it, but just like notice and be like, okay, like I'm not going to engage in this conversation. Like I'm going to walk away and I'm going to spend this time, like talking to my family or holding this baby or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, that was, that was so beautifully worded and, um, and it can be really, really challenging. Yeah. And so for me, there's, there's, there's really like one more thing that that's been on my mind a lot lately that I feel like maybe somebody else could benefit to hearing this as well. And that is the, subject of like identity. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny, Carly, because as you're bringing these topics in, I'm like, like just there, do you know that there was like a little pause in conversations? Cause I totally yeah. forgot what I was going to, I was so caught up in what you were saying that I forgot what I had thought about for next, but that's, that's what it was. The identity piece. And so sorry, <laughs> I love that. We're always Very like, we're always on the same wave, like, um, but yeah, it's like this idea that for so long I've I made my identity as my work. And, you know, I what do you, what am who am I? What am I? Well, I'm a NICU nurse. Like I love my job so much. I worked so hard really to get this job, to get this specialty, to be you know, like both of us, Carly, like we have had to work really hard to like get these jobs, like in these cities and really like in doing that and in, in creating this path for ourselves, I, I sort of like made my work, my identity in a way. And in doing that, I've attached this huge energetic cord to my work, Mm -hmm. which is which is simultaneously draining me and it's not providing the fulfillment that you would expect to have from like your dream job. It's like kind of doing the opposite and it like really has led to like some burnout and questioning of do I, you know, like I think we all have those moments. Yeah, but. absolutely. And I'm sure it makes a hard day that much worse because if this is your identity and, you know, the day didn't go as planned or you got really busy or it took you two tries to get an NG versus one, it's like, it's more than just your work, it's your identity. So that those hard days are just way more draining than they, than they need to be. Yeah. And then your ego is going to like take it all personally and that just makes it so much harder to like leave your work at work because like your work is sort of your life in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, So I've been really trying to find, and, and so maybe this is where like other people could 
relate. And I know that there, there are people that I work with that do such a good job of this. And like, I really admire this in others. So I know that it's something that like I need to work on. It's just like finding a better balance of like what I do outside of work versus, you know, like a better work-life balance, I guess, like, and just really wondering, like, who am I? Like, if I took away my job, if I took away, you know, that like 50% of my time that I spend there, like, who am I? What do I love to do? And um, I do feel like people that have families probably like, you know, they're going to identify more as a mother, as like, you know, but even that, even with that, as I'm like talking about that, it's like, well, we all still need our own identity outside of being a mom, outside of being a, um, a nurse, because like, if all that was taken away and you're left with those things that you're, those things that you identify with are taken away, then like, who are you? And then you feel like you lose yourself. So yeah, that was like a really big tangent, but I just feel like, no, it's very important. And I mean, I think both Carly and I have been realizing you and I car have been realizing this more and more. Um, and it's been pretty helpful in, in my daily life, but my practice just, um, just kind of, as you were saying before, just observing rather than, um, than owning all these things that are going on, um, observing because we are just kind of at the seat of the soul. Um, and that's enough. We are our soulful being and that's enough. And if we're not NICU nurses, then that's okay. And I think it's really helped me from an ego standpoint. I've been going through a lot of ego death in the past two years. And so when these things happen at work lately, where, where, you know, previously a few years ago, I might take them really personally because I'm, you know, I, would have identified as like, you know, no, that's not true. I'm this perfect NICU nurse. Now I'm not taking them personally because I realize that it's all just ego and I'm just sort of observing. And what does it all matter really? Like if someone comes by to my bedside and sees that my bedside is a mess, that's okay. It's not, the world's not going to end. I don't have to like organize things right away. Like I'm going to just rem- remove those, you know, um, those like heavy, that heavy weight off my shoulders because that stuff's not important. Yeah. I don't know if any of that made sense. I was sort of lost in my mind as I was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, I the, no, it was a really great tangent and it made sense to me. <laughs> Um, it's really hard, like not to, yeah, because we have to release these like expectations that we have of ourselves. And like, I think that as a perfectionist, it's easy to feel like maybe you're being judged. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, really- you're wording it so much better that Car- this is what I was trying to say is what Carly's saying. Yeah. Well, you were speaking, like, that's what I was hearing was yeah. like judgment and expectations. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah. No, that made a lot of sense. Um, and, and really like your work doesn't define you, like your day doesn't define you and just like letting that go. And again, like I always admire the people that go with the flow and that, um, do really seem like they have a really solid, sense of their identity they let things roll off their shoulders and it's not in a way that's like they don't care it's just in a way that's like sort of carefree but yeah I don't know how to explain it's it's like okay I'm not gonna take my energy to think about this I'm just gonna move on to the next thing and it's almost like being more present in the moment yeah totally yeah and also um something that just came to me that I feel like I should share is it's important to remember that a hard day, a hard day does not equal a hard life and a and a bad day does not equal a bad person because I know you know in the workplace if you see someone doing something that you might not agree with like it could just be a bad day for them it could just be a bad day for me so just extending that compassion that you have for like your patients or your colleagues, just to that person and, and to yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love that so much. Like, let's not, let's not judge, like not judge other people. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or yourself, be kind to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to be more kind to myself. So I feel like I need to preach it elsewhere too. (laughs) Oh, no, a lot of, a lot of, that's why I love doing these podcast episodes because they're just such great reminders to put all this stuff that we're talking about into practice. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually, I'd love to hear like if anyone else has any tips um, that they use or, or anything that we haven't mentioned, or if you feel like you just want to talk about what we have mentioned, feel free to reach out to us um, either on our personal Instagrams or, or our soul sister stories podcast Instagram page. Um, yeah. I'd love to continue this conversation. I feel like it's a daily reminder. Like it's going to be like, it's a daily practice really. Yeah. Plus it'd be, it would be really interesting to hear other perspectives as well. Like we, like I've only ever worked in a hospital setting and I mean, since, since university anyway, but it'd be interesting to see other work settings, how they, how they feel about the topic, because I'm sure that there are lots of, you know, politics in, in like, if you think about like a business or marketing setting, I could, I, I mean, I don't have no idea, but I can imagine that there would be so much ego involved with that and competition and like dog eat dog. So I'd be interested. Yeah. A lot of passion. So I'd be, yeah, it'd be, it'd be really cool to, to hear those perspectives or any other perspective as well. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Or even if like, maybe you're working from home right now, maybe, I don't know, like maybe this could still apply to you because like, even, even, um, having zoom meetings, you're still Mm -hmm. like energy is still gonna pass. So it doesn't like even these like bubbling techniques for people that, um, that work from home, like this could still benefit you too. So yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, is there anything else that you want to say, Car? Um, I don't think so. Okay, I'll say one last thing. And by the way, I really hope I've made sense. I feel like I get this feeling I haven't been making sense this whole episode, but I'm at least I'm making sense to you and you're clearing it up for everyone. Else. No, you're making total sense. <laughs> but the last thing I'll say on this topic is that a a deep breath goes a long way because I really have been trying that lately, just stopping, taking a deep breath, get, getting out of my head into my body. And that has helped, you know, it takes a few seconds and it really helps. That's a really, really good point. Mm -hmm. It, yeah, it it seems like it, it kind of like, seems like it's a long time to like take that deep breath, Mm -hmm. but like, it's like just enough time to almost like reset and like, yeah, sort of like think before you react, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I, th- I just took a deep breath as you were saying <laughs> that because I realized like I haven't taken a deep breath. Um, all right. Well, Carly and I have, um, we've decided that we're going to do not really like a giveaway. Um, I don't know what we were going to call it. Uh, but we, we, we just, um, we want to involve you guys and we've been, um, we've been taking a course. Here we are. We're, we're coming out of the closet. laughing because I was was hesitant to like tell people this and like, here (laughs) we've been taking a course, um, uh, opening ourselves up to our soul and um, yeah, just becoming more aware and in tune with our spiritual spirituality and um, our ability to channel spirit and receive messages. Yeah. And so we really want to, um, we want to give back to you guys is, is really what we want to do. And we, we also want to continue incorporating gratitude into like we want you guys to keep 
incorporating gratitude because um, it really shifts us into like a higher vibration. But we just kind of realized that like the podcast, you know, it gets kind of long when we do all these things. So what we're going to do is we're going to post um, on our Instagram. I think it's going to be a photo of the my crystal grid from uh, from yesterday. And we'll put all the details there. But we're going to want you to uh, post something that you're grateful for in the comments. Um, should we say, like, maybe they could tag a friend or should we just leave it as, like, post something you're grateful for? Yeah, I mean, to either post in the, in the or make a comment or put it on your story and tag us, kind of whatever you want to do. Yeah, okay. I think whatever you want to do. Cool. Um, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to randomly choose a, I'll call it a winner. Um, <laughs> I hope they'll think of, it, think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're interested, you can definitely submit your comment. If you're not interested, then please like don't feel obligated. But we, what we want to do is we want to offer you a chakra reading and we're going to incorporate um, some healing as well as we are both Reiki 1-2 certified. And so we're going to start to do like a, yeah, like a chakra reading, cleansing, um, and, uh, within like a zoom call with, um, with the two of us at, uh, at a date that works for yeah. everybody. So, yeah. And we'll likely call in your guides to help us, um, help us hone in on any messages that they have for you. But we hope uh, we hope it goes over well. We've been doing some, we've been working a lot and doing a lot of practice on it. So so far, it's been really, it's been really amazing. Yeah, it's been really cool um, opening up, and it actually feels really good to like come out of the closet and say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, thank you, Car, for this is her idea. So yeah, thank you for like for um, coming up with this idea because I think it's wonderful and um, it, feel, it just feels really good to, to give back to. Um, yeah, so, it really does. Yeah, we're, we're really excited to do this for somebody. So um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. All the details will be on the post. And again, you can find us at Soul Sister Stories podcast on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And if you feel called to leave it a rating and review, that is wonderful as well. So we hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Car. Bye. <laughs>